Hello, mamas, Laura here, and today we are chatting about ways in which we can include our partners in newborn care and help other siblings to transition to another baby. Enjoy! Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with and welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. Today we are kicking off with our fifth and final episode in our newborn life series with the wonderful Jen Butler, our early parenting expert. So many of the women inside my Pregnancy Posse membership asked me how they could get their partner involved in looking after their baby, as well as how to help toddlers or other children transition to a new sibling. So this is what today's chat is all about. Don't forget we have already released the first four episodes in this newborn life series. So make sure you go back and listen to them first if you haven't already, as we covered some really important topics, including the fourth trimester, normal newborn sleep rhythms, how to manage difficult sleep behaviors, and so much more. Now, don't forget we also have a bonus episode available for all Pregnancy Posse members, exclusive inside our Pregnancy Posse membership. Now, in this episode, Jen answers members' questions and visually demonstrates her famous swaddling technique. Now this entire newborn life series and all our other podcast series along with our exclusive bonus content is all live right now inside the Pregnancy Posse. So if you'd love to access all the bonus content and listen to our other episodes, please do check out the Pregnancy Posse. I've taken my years of experience helping pregnant and postnatal women as a women's health physiotherapist and made this accessible to every lovely lady online inside the Pregnancy Posse program. When you join the Pregnancy Posse, I will guide you week by week through your pregnancy with safe weekly workouts tailored to your specific week of pregnancy. I also do a weekly Q&A session where I answer questions from our amazing Posse members, There is also a lovely community forum where Posse members all support each other along with oodles of evidence-based resources so that you don't go too far down the Google rabbit hole. Now, I'd love to help you have a healthy, active, pain-free pregnancy. So just head over to thepregnancyposse.com to see what the Pregnancy Posse is all about. Enjoy this final episode with the wonderful Jen Butler and don't forget to subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so that you don't miss when our next amazing podcast series is released. Enjoy. A lot of Posse members were asking me, um, and I know this would apply to the general pregnant population, how they can get their partner to help settle babies. So when is a good time to introduce settling from the partner? Should it be in the form of them giving them a bottle? Are there other methods that you recommend? What's your guidance on getting the partner to become part of the baby's routine too? I would say straight away in whatever capacity you have. Okay, so if you're breastfeeding, I'd love it if men had boobs, okay? You know, I, I'm working on it, but it's <laughs> at this stage, men don't have breasts. So that is down to mama. Um, well, they do, but they're not lactating. Yeah, exactly. They're not lactating breasts, like sorted out men. <laughs> but they can do so much else. You know, you are not always going to use your breasts to settle them. They can do the five S's. Like they can be doing the sideline. They can be doing the rocking. To answer your question about, you know, feeding. So if you are a breastfeeding mum, but perhaps you want your partner to be involved, recommendations is trying not to get too many. The nipple confusion that can happen when we offer 
you know, lots of teats or dummies and all these different things that are a little bit confusing for babies in, say, the first four weeks. But I actually encourage families from after that, even if you do a bottle or two a week, that is not a bad thing to introduce and have your partner do. So expressing some milk or if you're formula feeding, obviously that's easy for you guys to just be sharing that role. Um, But yeah, if you're a breastfeeding mum, to offer, to start introducing a bottle a few times a week. So A, your partner can be a part of that feeding process and B, you're also getting your baby used to having feeds other than just the breast because guess what? There will come a time that you want to have some time away from your baby and it would be really nice if they're accepting of a bottle early on in the piece. Not when you get, I, I work with so many families and they're like, my baby won't take a bottle. And that's really challenging down the track. So, Mm. you know, and that's a beautiful way to get your partner involved too. So you like, especially, okay, this is a really, this is um, something I did personally. Um, Ted, my son was a really quick, efficient feeder. Max was not. um, So he would take like an hour to feed, but then Ted was so efficient. But then I'd put him down and be all good. And then about 30 minutes later, he'd need some settling so my husband would do that because the baby was fed. I I had done, you know, my role like in feeding and then yeah. my husband would help me and then I so I could sleep before the next feed was due and he'd do some settling. So it was very much teamwork from the get-go. Um, and I yeah. encourage, like, if your partner can be a part of that too, bring it on. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. And from my personal point of view, um, my husband, J.A., did a lot of baby wearing. Mm. So he would get the – and also, how hot is a dad with a baby oh, carrier? Nothing better. <laughs> nothing better. I've got the most beautiful so photo <laughs> of Ryan with Ted. in. We were in Byron Bay, and he's got this forward-facing little baby, and it's my favourite photo ever. So good. Yeah, it makes me want to have 50 babies. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really nice way. Um, And even from my physiotherapy point of view, it's really nice to let mum have a break from holding baby. So if you're going to go for a walk and you know you want to put baby in the carrier or um, a sling or whatever it is that you use, getting dad to do that. Um, Give mum's back a break. Um, Just let her have some freedom from Mm. not having baby on her all the time. And I know that JA has always loved having the babies on his chest Mm. because I think he feels like he misses out on a lot of that. So that's another little tip, I think is get the dad to do some baby wearing absolutely so let's move on from the dads now this won't apply to everyone but i know this was a hot topic from my mums of multiple kids who already have a baby asking about transitioning a newborn into a toddler's world so you've Mm. got a toddler at home you're about to bring a newborn baby home Um, I know that I found the transition a little bit tricky, but I'd love to hear your professional advice. If you've got any tips or tricks, side note to all the listeners, Jen is not just a newborn parenting expert. She is amazing when it comes to toddler behavior and she has such a brilliant and kind and respectful way that she translates her parenting advice. So that's a topic for a whole other day. I really love Jen's take on toddlers and toddler behavior. I think it's just beautiful it's all about attachment theory and being kind and respectful and setting firm but fair boundaries but anyway topic for another day (laughs) but just so you know Jen is also an expert in toddlers so what are your tips Jen for transitioning a newborn into a house with a toddler or another child yeah such and it's funny because I actually just did a big bulk recording of um, my podcast episodes for my podcast the early parenting podcast wow I said podcast a lot then 
Um, <laughs> I did that. I did that yesterday. And one of the topics was firstly emotions that I felt when I introduced my second baby, which, you know, I'll save that for anyone who wants to check that out. Um, but it was also talking about separation anxiety because one of the triggers for your toddler to experience separation anxiety is the introduction of a new sibling. And that's because even though we're there, we're not there. Like we're now distracted and we're not giving our toddlers the one-on-one attention or the attention that they were getting, even if you've got more than, you know, if you've already got two, any new addition to the family is distracting you to some extent. Um, and and like the way that they can react is the the things like aggressive behavior that we often see toddlers doing and, you know, sadness and more tantrums and all of the things. The biggest thing is behind every behavior, there is a reason for why a toddler is behaving in that way. It is so. And it's really that they hate you or the it's baby. It's never, <laughs> exactly. It is never that they hate the new baby. It is never that they hate you, but they are aware that things are different and that means that they're feeling some feels and the best thing that you can do for your toddler is talk it out bring it out like bring it to your to their attention and say like we have to do a bit of guessing because mostly like Ted Max was only two when Ted was born so he his verbal ability he couldn't say mommy I feel sad because there is a new baby in the house so you've kind of got to preempt what's going on for them and name and validate their feelings so the conversation could be something like now, mummy knows that you are missing mummy or that you, you know, you're not getting as much attention and I know that makes you feel sad or I know that makes you feel angry or I know that makes you feel frustrated. Like we are, we, we're putting words into our baby's mouth but my biggest parenting like high was when Ted said it the other day, he's like, mummy, I feel really frustrated. I was like, yeah, you do, boy. Well done. Well done, son. emotional vocabulary. (laughs) Exactly. And I mean, hello, how many adults are unable to name their emotions appropriately? And it's because this is what's emerging in our world is that we have to teach our children this language and we have to teach them appropriate ways to feel the feels like, you know, like a conversation. It's okay to feel frustrated, Ted, but it's not okay to whack me in the face. Okay. I've had that conversation a lot. Oh, I have that conversation daily. So, you know, yeah. but, but it's our job to continue. Like it's not a one-off conversation that we have. It is an ongoing conversation that we teach in our children. So I guess like to sum that up, bringing a new baby into the household is going to make your toddler or toddlers, however many you have at home, feel these feelings. So talk about it with them, validate their emotions. Role play is a wonderful thing where you can actually, Mm. you know, get your toys and be like, oh, Bunny's got a new baby in the house and, oh, he looks a bit sad. What should we do for Bunny to make him feel better? Like, you know, you can – and it's amazing what kids actually bring up. Kids deal with things through play. So sometimes just observe them playing too and you can see and catch them saying or doing things that you're like, oh, my God, like – they're, they're, play, they're playing out things that are going on for them and you can have that opportunity to slot in there and get your little bunny and say, oh, you know, well, mummy just wants little baby to know that, you know, she, she's always loved or like whatever that looks yeah. like. It's very hard to sort of preempt what that 
looks like but that's beautiful mm, yeah that's great advice Jen and would you did you personally or do you recommend that you would start doing that in the late trimester yes wait until baby arrives yet you do this is this is how Nat came about so Nat my (laughs) doll that I use for all my demos she was actually she's named after my sister Nat Natalie um (laughs) and like Max got given Nat for when she when I was pregnant with Ted uh, so that he had his baby to, you know, and he would change the nappy of Nat when, and I got him involved in that sense. So it starts yeah. in pregnancy and, you know, I think it depends on the sort of person you are, but try not to sweep these conversations under the rug and bring it out and talk it out. And, you know, the more we talk about things, the better we are able to process it. No one wants to deal with yucky feelings alone. Um, mm. So just whatever you can, and, and I'm not saying it's going to stop it all, but it's going to help and then you still have the dialogue that you can continue once the baby's here and and it will your your toddler will hit the new baby and that's when you do teach them the lesson it's i know i know it's tough having a new brother or sister and i know you feel a bit sad but we don't hit our brother or sister you know like and that's it probably going to be a daily conversation for quite some time Yeah, I love that so much. But I do think sometimes you can feel like you're a parrot Mm. saying the same things every day. But I really do think in the long term, kids understand and they listen. And whilst it feels like they may not be understanding you at all, they get it. I think they really do get it. That's awesome advice, Jen. I think you're going to help so many women feel at ease because I know women are nervous about um, transitioning their toddler to a new baby in the house. And look, if I can just add my two cents from when I had Pia, someone told me cut up fruit and have it in a bowl in the fridge so that when you're breastfeeding or occupied with your baby, your toddler can go and because often it's mommy, I want food. I'm hungry. I want this. So if you can have things that are within um, reach of your toddler, um, that they can go to the fridge, grab their bowl of apples, grab their water bottle, whatever it is they need. It makes your life a lot easier. And the same with toys, having toys within reach. So, and especially new toys. That was another thing I was recommended is have like a, a little package that's just for them when mm. you feed the baby and it's a new set of toys so that they are excited to occupy themselves um, with that activity while you are caught up you know baby handling so exactly just a couple of extra tips yeah thank you so much jen ah you are amazing (laughs) i have told you a million times i just know how valuable this content's going to be for women now i did put a call out to my posse members my pregnancy posse ladies to tell me what questions specifically they had for you and it A bunch of them came in and you have so kindly offered to answer these questions for my posse members. So this content will be sitting inside the posse. So for all members, you will be able to access these videos and demonstrations. So Jen is going to be talking about dummies, Mm -hmm. all about dummies, when to introduce them, when to get rid of them, how they can be helpful. We're also going to be talking about swaddling and Jen is going to use that baby gnat that um, she has been talking about and she's going to show us her swaddling technique because I know a lot of mums want to see how it's done. We're also going to be talking about pouches and suits versus swaddles and all of that jazz because there's so many options on the market and then lastly we're going to be talking about sleep environment white noise blackout blinds all of the things do we need them are they helpful at all so jen is going to be talking about that inside of the posse so thank you so much for doing that for us jen Hey mamas, Laura here. I really hope that you loved our final episode with Jen in this newborn life series. 
Getting your partner involved in caring for the baby is not only so super helpful for you to have a break, but also fantastic to support your partner's bonding with the baby, as often they can be left feeling a little useless in those first few months. I also hope that you love the bit on toddler tactics. I know that was my biggest concern when I was pregnant with my second baby. I wasn't sure how I'd handle my toddler's energy and emotions when I was with the newborn baby, but I'm confident that the tips that Jen and I shared in today's episode will really help you out. Please do jump over to Instagram and Facebook at Physio Laura and at Jen Butler Early Parenting and chat to both Jen and I about what you loved most about this newborn life podcast series. Make sure you subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so that you don't miss out on any amazing podcast series that we have planned. And if you'd like more support and guidance throughout the rest of your pregnancy, I encourage you to come and check out my online program, The Pregnancy Posse. I have designed this program so that you receive new new workouts each week, which are tailored to your exact stage of pregnancy. I host Q and A's every week to answer all of your burning questions. We have an extensive resources library with content on managing back pain, preparing for birth, and so much more. Plus we have a wonderful community forum of thousands of mamas asking questions and sharing their advice. You can trial the posse for seven days by visiting thepregnancyposse.com. Have a wonderful day and I will catch you soon for our next amazing podcast series. Until then, sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes and enjoy this incredible journey that is pregnancy.